You're listening to Decidedly Dry. I'm your host, Jess Steitzer. This is the Sober Podcast where we actually focus on the good. Amazing, right? We spark inspiration. We try to provide some hope and help motivate you. I promise to always keep it real, provide some dry humor, and remind you every episode why sobriety is truly a superpower. You can always find the show notes, some posts, and all of my other tools over on decidedlydry.substack.com. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's get started. Well, hi, my sweet friends, and welcome to episode 76. Today, I am interviewing another new friend and we'll be chatting all about ditching the overwhelm. Before we head into that great conversation though, I wanted to remind you all about where I've been hanging out lately. Not physically, but (laughs) you know what I mean. (laughs) I have been over on the wonderful world or in the wonderful world of Substack. I have been sending out a weekly email packed with updates, my writing, recipes, books that I'm reading, and a link to the most recently released episode here on the show. I also have a super awesome wellness challenge that I made available for subscribers, and I will be sharing journal and doodle prompts here shortly. So now is the perfect time to subscribe. And by the way, it is totally free. It has the option to support me as a creative as well. And that's a very, very, very small subscription. And that gives you access to some other tools and some of those things I just listed. So head on over to check it out after you listen to this great convo that I had with Jessa. So who is Jessa? Jessa Ray is a wife, a mom of three, a coffee lover, and an avid book reader. Jessa helps moms show up for themselves without sacrificing motherhood and without guilt. Jessa hosts Caught Up in Motherhood, a podcast where she helps mamas ditch the overwhelm and find themselves again in between all that they do. I really hope you enjoy our chat. Welcome back to the show, you guys. This is Jess with Decidedly Dry. And not to confuse you, you've got Jess, your host. But today, my guest's name is Jessa. Hi, Jessa. Welcome on. Hi. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. It's it's kind of fun having the similar names. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, well, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time. I know that we are going to talk about some really juicy, good topics that listeners are going to really benefit from. So thank you for taking the time. Yeah, I'm excited to be here and have the conversation. Yeah, well, I would love to kind of hand the mic over to you to start and just have you kind of introduce yourself to listeners, who you are, what you do, where you live, all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, like Jess said, I'm Jessa with an A. (laughs) So very similar names there. And I am a mom of three out in Wisconsin. So for some of you, you'll probably hear a little bit of an accent, but you know, <laughs> you don't hear your own. <laughs> Never. No, no. So mm. uh, three, I have, they're all, it's four and under. It's like, they're all four. No, they're all four and under. <laughs> <laughs> and my youngest just turned eight months. So busy, busy household over here. And I work out of my house, out of my home. So I started as a virtual assistant and then I do work now as a project manager. And I also have my own podcast and my own coaching that I do. And 
that kind of stem from my work as a project manager of helping moms who were overwhelmed. And mm-hmm. a lot of these moms who were trying to do, you know, all the things, wear all the hats, be that go-to dependent parent and run a business or go to work and then take care of the kids, the dog, the house, you know, the 20 things we all want to do. And we're feeling overwhelmed and just drained and tired and lost in who they were because they were mom. And then their title of, you know, being Jess or Jessa is gone. Right. (laughs) So I started advocating for moms to find themselves again and try to get out of that overwhelm state and find themselves again after motherhood and how to nourish that motherhood journey while still rediscovering themselves and taking that time and that self-care for themselves because it benefits not only ourselves, but our family and our husbands and our kids, well, families and kids, you know, I know all of the people benefit. (laughs) We're able to (laughs) fill our glasses first and just advocating for all of that so that we can take the time for ourselves is just so important. And I started my podcast and all my fun and coaching stuff about a year ago just to, you know, help mamas out yeah. and myself a little bit too. This is my own version of self-care is Absolutely. the podcasting. <laughs> so true. I talk about that a lot because as you know, my show is all about embracing your sober lifestyle mm-hmm. and for especially women that just choose that alcohol is not serving them. And mm-hmm. I think about that all the time, that just coming on here and hitting record and having these conversations, like it's what keeps me in my lane and doing yeah. what I love and hitting the goals that I kind of preach and want for other people too. So I'm so glad mm-hmm. you brought that up. It's so true. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a great connection because I feel like sometimes we don't get to have those real and honest conversations. And right. I love that talking to other moms and other women and in the podcasting world, we get to be honest and open Mm -hmm. and just have that connection. And you just feel like re-energized and recharged when you're done. Absolutely. It's just like a great version of self-care for me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I I couldn't agree more. And I think it gives an opportunity for us to to be authentic and to be real and to let women especially know, and especially moms, I should say, that like, they're not alone in this. You know, Mm -hmm. we all go through these things, these feelings of stress and overwhelm and confusion and just, you know, let's not sugarcoat it. Some really hard times from time to time. And um, I think it helps when we share these stories so that people don't feel like no one else feels the way I do or Mm -hmm. (laughs) no one else is going through this because I don't want to burst your bubble, but we are like, we've all been there. So we're just (laughs) not, all of us are talking about it, which is why we're here. (laughs) Exactly. Well, Jessa, I would love for you to, I mean, one of the reasons I wanted you on is just to kind of help mom that moms that are maybe in that phase that are kind of identifying as someone that's like, I'm just going through the routine. Like, I feel like I'm just on this hamster wheel of just, you know, waking up and just kind of what you said, checking all the boxes, but feeling like you can never get to the bottom of that to-do list. We're overwhelmed. We're tired. And you kind of forget who you are, you know, because you're doing all the things. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to touch on, you know, where, where's a good place to start when moms just need that break? They need, you know, to be reminded of who they are and, and maybe desperately need some self-care. Yeah. It's funny. Like the first thing that popped in my head when you were saying that is a bluey episode 
So it kind of tells you my mom era with the young kids is Bluey Craze. Do you know the show? I love Bluey. Yes. Okay. So it just made me think of the one, one of the newer episodes where Chili, the mom is just, you can overwhelm. She's overstimulated and she's trying to cook dinner. I think in the slow cooker or something and Bluey's on the little recorder and Bingo's asking jokes, questions. And then Bandit comes home with his mullet haircut. (laughs) (laughs) and she's like I just need 20 minutes and she gives him like the death eyes and he's like oh okay yeah and the whole episode is him trying to distract the girls to give her 20 minutes that just made me think about that yeah and like that is in my mind when I think about overwhelmed overstimulated moms as I go to her for a Mm -hmm. second especially with that episode and be like sometimes you just need 20 minutes yeah and when you don't know where to start that's kind of what I like to say like you just need 20 minutes Mm -hmm. of no stimulation of alone time, me time to just reconnect with yourself for that little bit of time to figure out what it is that you need because you are going through that checklist. You're doing all the things you're going nonstop that you're disconnected with yourself and you don't know what you need. Mm-hmm. So taking the time to slow down for like that 20 minutes, no phone. I would suggest grabbing like a cup of water, a seltzer, tea. I love tea, especially mm-hmm. in the evening. And as we get into fall here, it's my go-to just having something calming to drink and just being with yourself, no stimulation and taking a couple deep breaths. And if it's nice enough for you outside, like I said, I'm in Wisconsin, it's our last week of warm weather here. (laughs) And then it's like snow. So it won't work for me much longer, but I love grounding. Mm -hmm. And I always encourage uh, my moms if they're able to go outside for that 20 minutes, barefoot in the grass and just be present and in the moment. Hmm. And it's crazy how much your brain and that to-do list just disappears when you're able to just slow down for that little bit of time. Take a couple deep breaths and then ask yourself, what do I need? Hmm. And it can be something super duper simple of, I just need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been in that I think state I had to go an hour ago. Running no. around. <laughs> right. I'm going to go to the bathroom in a minute. And then the yeah. next thing you know, you've done 20 things and it's been an hour and you're, you know, acting like you're a three-year-old doing the potty dance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, maybe you just need something to eat. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be something extravagant that you need to do to reconnect with yourself or to do is self-care. Um, we in my household, we're on a budget, right? My husband works full time and he's the primary income. And then I do this part-time. Mm-hmm because I have three little kids at home with me. Mm-hmm. And for me, self-care is the things that I can do for myself. There's you no, know, it would be great to do a spa day, but let's be realistic here. Not all of us can do that. So maybe it's taking a longer shower, like with the shower melts, love those. Or maybe it's those 20 minutes outside or a cup of tea and a good book after the kids go to bed, or even just recognizing your own schedule and validating it and then following through right? Uh, and keeping to that. And I speak to that because I'm something I'm working through right now is going to bed at 930. Mm. Like go to bed at nine to read a little bit, no screen time, and then have the lights off by 930. And that's been one of my big goals lately. And it's a crazy simple thing, but it's such a strong health self-care thing because you're getting enough sleep at night. Right. And you're working through those pieces. And it's always funny too, because I tell moms, I'm like, I try to go to bed by 930 because I'm up at four. Right. Well, <laughs> and I mean, to set yourself up for success, 
Yes. You know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of us forget the importance of sleep. Yeah. You know? And it's not going to do anyone good in your home if you're not rested and ready to tackle right. the day. <laughs> right. And I think we get so excited about the fun self-care things that we overlook the simplicity of the things that we really need, like enough water, enough sleep, enough food, mm-hmm. and just rest in general and taking those seasons of rest versus trying to fulfill something like going out and doing something like, Oh, my self-care is I need to go have a girl's night, which you probably do, but you probably need that nap or that water (laughs) in the moment, just a little bit more right now. Exactly. Well, and I love that you pointed out, it doesn't have to be long, you know, give yourself 20 minutes and it doesn't have to cost money. You literally don't have to go anywhere because for a lot of us moms, you know, especially with the ones with younger kiddos, some of those things just aren't an option. No, you know? you're going to get a sitter. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I think a lot of my listeners, um, you know, are individuals that probably identify as someone that really, I don't want to say fell for, but really identify mm-hmm. as someone that was in the mommy wine culture, you know, that we were yes. trained to think that that glass of wine, like girlfriend, that is your self-care. You deserve it. You were with the kids all day. And so now- a lot of these gals that are listening right now are, are removing that and feeling lost. Like, mm-hmm. well, what do I do when I had a hard day? Or what do I do if I need to deal with these big emotions? And I think you've given just such excellent examples of, Hey, take 20 minutes, yeah. take 10 minutes, like yeah, 10. <laughs> just let that, that, you know, thought that craving or whatever it may be, let it pass because it will. Yes. And so if you fill it with something else, like you said, you know, you'll be surprised that it will get easier. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take trial and error, mm-hmm. right? Like I figured out that I like long showers and I like the shower melt stuff and I like LaCroix seltzer waters. Mm-hmm. I love those. And those are things that I know that I like, but I know that I don't like like pumpkin spice latte. as an example so that's something that wouldn't work for me but maybe that's something that would work for someone else right Right. so it's going to take some trial and error to figure out what works for you maybe you like bubble baths Mm -hmm. you know it's going to take some time but once you put in that little bit of effort you're going to start to notice that you're a little bit more relaxed and it'll be easier to find those relaxing and those pieces that just really help you connect with yourself again right and then maybe you won't feel as overwhelmed oh goodness, I can't wait. Or that mommy wine culture is just getting to you so much where you think you need that glass when really you need something else. You're just not able to see it or hear what your body's trying to tell you you need. Right. Right. So true. Yeah. Just taking that moment to pause Mm -hmm. and really ask yourself those important questions. Like when was the last time I ate something? have I drank any of the water? You know, where is right. my water glass? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, identifying those things and just taking a moment to see what you truly need. You know, yes. I think that's so important. So as a busy mom, how do you make that a priority? Do you really need to like, what do you do to set yourself up for success? That can be such a big question when you really think about it. But I think in the simplest of terms, it's comes down to respecting your time and respecting yourself in regards to respecting your boundaries that you have and holding yourself accountable to it. You can say all day long that you're going to go to bed at 930, Mm -hmm. but if you don't hold yourself accountable, you're never going to do it. 
right? So taking that time to be honest with yourself and realistic on what you can do and what you can't do, and then giving yourself the grace and the freedom to not do it Mm -hmm. or to have a mistake or have something come up where you didn't hit that need or that goal that you were trying to go for or that new habit you're trying to create or self-care piece and say that it's okay. Like, you know, life happens. It's not going to be perfect. I mean, we, we hold ourselves to such a high standard mm-hmm. that it really comes down to taking that minute and reminding yourself, okay, would I say these things to my kids? Would I say these things to my friend or my husband or a family member? And would I hold them to the same standards? And most of the time, the, que- the answer to that is no. Mm-hmm. So then the follow-up is, well, why am I doing it to myself? Yeah. If I would give them that freedom to make those mistakes or to try again or take the time, why can't I do it as well? So I think that's the first part is giving yourself that freedom that it doesn't need to be a all or nothing right. in relation to your self-care. And then I think the next big part is having support. Like I am all for open communication, especially if your spouse is in the picture where you're having that conversation of, hey, I want to do this thing of taking a longer shower, or I want to sit down and read a book after the kids go to bed, or I want to do whatever. And having that person in your corner to help support you is huge. Mm-hmm. Like the, your spouse knows that you want to go do this thing and what can he do to support you in that uh, for example, like the other night I wanted to take a shower and I wanted to take like a long shower, you know, the full shower, the whole nine yards. <laughs> and my husband knew this because I've been talking about it like all day. Yeah. Okay. So I was looking forward to it and I needed to hype myself up for it. Like that I had the energy to do it because otherwise, right. We were just like, oh, I'm so tired. I can't do it today. And then we just take right. the five second shower and we we're done with it. And he knew it was important to me. So he's like, it's all right. You know, like I was going to help do the dishes. We were going to do them together. And he's like, no, I got it. Yeah. So then he, that I could have that extra time to do what I wanted and then still have the time after the shower to spend with him and do whatever we wanted to do or for me work a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. Right. I work a little Always. bit in the evening sometimes, <laughs> but it's that communication and having and accepting the help from someone mm-hmm. else that you're able to do those things. Cause there isn't enough time in the day to do everything. So delegating and asking for help, accepting the help, Yep. And letting things sit. I'm going to be totally honest here. I have a load of laundry sitting on my kitchen table and it has been sitting there for three days. <laughs> Got to accept it. <laughs> and you know what? And I fold like three or four pieces in that basket every, like every day. Uh, but it's been sitting there because I just can't seem to get it done. And that's okay. Yeah. I would rather make sure that I'm prioritizing my self-care in regards to that sleep or that nighttime routine or my family time, right? Or holding that basket of laundry. And that takes practice and time to switch over your belief systems because it used to be like my kids wanted to play and they're like, mommy, play with me. I know I need to fold the laundry. Right, right. And being able to tell myself, because I'm the one holding myself accountable or to those standards of, no, playing Legos with my boys is more important. Mm -hmm. Laundry can sit there for another couple hours or another day no one cares. No, I'm the only one that cares. My almost two-year-old is ripping all the clothes out of his dresser anyways. <laughs> so I'm constantly even like having that conversation of why am I folding? Right. Right. 
So just changing um, your priorities and opening up and letting, letting it flow a little yes. bit. Yes. Oh my gosh. There were so many good little nuggets that you just shared. <laughs> so good. Um, I also want to backtrack and just yeah. give a shout out to Bluey because I really truly believe <laughs> I like, I'm so glad you brought that show up because I don't nearly talk enough about it on this show, but mm-hmm. I think we can all agree that Bluey was made for parents separately yeah. because it just shows you like how to be a good parent. <laughs> yeah. You know, the kids love it, but then you watch and you're like, man, like mm-hmm. I need to be more like Chili. Like Chili, they are such good fun parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, my whole back, back, back to our focus. Um, <laughs> but I loved that you said, you know, a couple things um, like just accepting for what it, what it is, you know, like I am not going to get to that laundry today. It's just not going to happen. And that is mm-hmm. okay. Accepting that there is no room for perfection right now. Like right. playing with my children means way more than putting the clothes into a drawer or closet that is going to be ripped out two seconds later, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and I also love how you said communication was a big part because I think that can spill over into so many categories. And that is just like, in my opinion, a really core core thing in relationships, you know, mm-hmm. like my husband is not going to know that blank drives me crazy. If I don't tell him, exactly. <laughs> you know, he is not going to know that that long shower is really important to me. And as though, or it might sound silly, you know, a shower, but that might be something that I'm really looking forward to. And if I don't mm-hmm. vocalize that, he's not going to know. And it's right. not because he's How's a bad he guy. He's not right. a mind reader, <laughs> you know? And so I love that you brought that up because, you know, you gave your husband an opportunity to help you. And sometimes as moms, I think we feel like we can't ask for help mm-hmm. and we can't not do all the things. And the truth is, is I think it makes us a better mom when we can communicate and ask for help when we need it. Cause then we're not going towards burnout. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I appreciate that because I think just having the confidence and giving yourself permission to say, hey, this is important. You know, I need this to happen tonight and I love your help. I think it's important to our guys, too, that, you know, or our spouse, whoever it is, you know, that they feel like, you know, you can come to them when you need something. You Mm -hmm. agree? Absolutely. And like you said, they're not mind readers. They see you being super mom over there doing all of the things and they're just trying to stay out of the way because they don't know how to help or what you want them to do because they can't read your mind and they just see you going, right? And they're like, well, I, I don't know what to do. What? Yeah. And they don't want to ask you, right? They want to just know what to do. So giving them the opportunity and, and giving them that chance and saying, this is what I need help with yeah. and setting them up to be able to take ownership and take charge of something like that and be like, yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, I know that these are the things that we need, or this is a routine and these are whatever is going on and they can just step in and do it. And that just builds their confidence. And then the respect all around is there. And then you're also setting a great example for your kids on how your relationship is working and how they should be having a relationship too, with that open communication, yeah. which is huge. So true. Um, I have so many things I could touch on, but I'm going to try and stay focused. Um, So I would love if there is someone out there listening that's kind of identifying with maybe some feelings of burnout or overwhelm, Mm -hmm. like what could they be experiencing that might be kind of those flags or like whether they be emotions or just things like 
if you are thinking about someone in your head that just is desperately needing kind of a self-care routine or to start putting up boundaries, what does that person look like or what are they feeling right now so that people could be like, oh, maybe it is me. (laughs) What would you say? Yeah. So I think the best I can do is probably describe what I used to be like, right? And and how it was for me because we're all going to be a little bit different. So for me, it was numbing out. Mm-hmm. Right. So I am an internalizer. So you could be someone that is internalizing your feelings and you stop talking mm-hmm. or you're talking less. So that communication piece is now like completely gone. And your husband's asking you questions and maybe it's one word answers. Yeah. It was okay. How was your day? Fine. It's like that monotone, no emotion, and you're just internalizing how you're feeling and you're not opening, you're not sharing, and it's just gone. Another thing could be your hygiene. After having my first and having postpartum and those pieces were all factors, but not having proper hygiene and not taking care of yourself because you're not prioritizing yourself. Mm. And a lot of times what could be going through your head is I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy for that shower or I don't deserve to have that because I didn't fold the laundry. I don't deserve my shower. So then you're not taking care of yourself like you should be and you're not spending the time with yourself that you need to be doing. Um, another thing could just be your basic self needs so that hygiene falls into this, but your basic self needs of drinking enough water, eating enough food and getting enough sleep. Like you're in some ways punishing yourself because you don't feel like you're doing enough mm-hmm. because you can't get that to-do list done and it's just never ending. And so you're setting yourself up feeling like you're failing. So I think those are some of those strong, overwhelming feelings. And then there's also just that feeling of overstimulation, mm-hmm. which can lead to all of that too, where you're just overstimulated again, going back to Chile, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where you just, you're touched out and it's just, everything's too much, all of it. And it's figuring out and taking the time to figure out how to communicate that, Yeah, which can be so hard. And I know for me, a couple of years ago, my husband is a big communicator and I said, I'm an internalizer or he was, I'm working on it. Right. And we would have to sit at that kitchen table for an hour to two hours. And he would just have to sit there and be patient with me because it would take me that long sometimes to find the words Mm. or to find the courage to say the words out loud because I didn't want to necessarily like hurt his feelings or say something that I thought was wrong. Or if I voiced it, it made it something negative when in reality saying I'm overwhelmed, I can't do all of this. I feel like I'm a terrible mom. I feel like I'm failing and opening up and then letting him come in and be like, well, I'll do the laundry. I can help with the dishes. Like you're just doing it. Like, I don't even know that you need that. (laughs) You don't tell me. So I can tell you now my husband does the laundry most of the time. Mm -hmm. The fact that there's a laundry basket on my kitchen table right now is because I tried to do the laundry. (laughs) because we needed a load done otherwise (laughs) traditionally in my household my husband does all the laundry on the weekends and during the week I do I do the other stuff right I Mm -hmm. clean take care of the bathrooms the food the dishes and his big thing is he does laundry because I hate it I hate it I'd rather clean the bathroom (laughs) and I have boys we all yeah (laughs) say no more girlfriend I got two boys too (laughs) all right yeah oh man that is so good and I mean I love the example. Thank you for sharing all of that because sometimes just telling our story and sharing how we feel in different, you know, chapters of our life, like we said in the beginning, 
is what makes it real and relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that part about you at the table, finding the words, yeah. because I mm-hmm. think I relate to that so much where it's like, but if I say it out loud, it's real. Like it feels yeah. real. And then it's open for, I don't want to say interpretation, but it's out there. And now there's a chance that I am going to feel like I am failing at one of the most mm-hmm. important things, which is being a mom. And I don't want to feel like I'm not doing a good job and then mm-hmm. I can't handle it. And I think when we feel those feelings of overwhelm and stress, that's initially where or instantly where our brain goes. It's like, yeah. I'm a bad mom this week. Like, I can't handle this. And mm-hmm. it's not that. It's just us getting in our own damn way and not asking for help, you know? So right. I think that's so, so beautiful how you put that out there. And I love his response. Well, I can do the dishes. <laughs> I can do this part because they want to help. And right. so give them the opportunity, you know, put it mm-hmm. out there and see what happens. Right. Absolutely. And I think to your point too, with asking for help in the communication, it's also the, um, oh my goodness. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's mom brain. Well, it is. It I is. was going to fill in your blank and say that we have to be okay, that it might not be done the right way or excuse me, not the right way, but you also our need way. to answer that. <laughs> yeah. Our way. That was the right word. Because sometimes that's a lot too, where you ask someone to do the dishes for you and then you want to rearrange it the way you like it. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. taking those hands off and, and letting it be is important too, I think. Yes, absolutely. And those are all really great points too. Yeah. Did you think of your thought or did I totally take you way past it? Yeah. No, (laughs) it's it's gone. gone. (laughs) It was probably beautiful. I can't wait to hear about it later. No. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, this is so good. I love that you've kind of given some listeners just ideas of what self-care can look like, Mm -hmm. you know, have given them ideas or maybe, you know, given some examples of what they might be feeling, you know, signs of that overwhelm and burnout. But I would love to know just like what, take us back to that step one. So let's say they just have no idea. Do you think that a good step one is just taking that pause and asking those questions? I do. I really do. I think taking that pause and taking, removing yourself from the stimulation that's all around you Mm -hmm. is so important because you're in it, you're seeing it, and you're just going to constantly have that list going up. Okay. I need the dishes. I need to do the laundry. I need to do dinner. I need to do all the things. And then the kids are there asking 20 questions or needing something and diaper changes. So removing yourself, even if it's just to go outside or go to another room and like in essence, decompressing in a lot of ways and just being with yourself and asking those questions can really open yourself up to that first step of communicating with yourself and how you're feeling and how you're doing. And then you can take that next step of communicating outward with your spouse or family and asking for help. Yep. Yep. I love it. And trying things and knowing that mm-hmm. the first go around, it might not be the right thing. Right. So having that open mindset of, okay, that actually didn't make me feel better. What else could I try? And right. not just stopping there, you know, mm-hmm. try something else and figure out what works for you. Right. Because right. self-care I think is subjected to you and what, what works. And there's so many people out there that say like, oh, you know, growing grocery shopping by yourself isn't self-care. I'm like, no, if you want it to be, it can be, yeah. you know, you put in a podcast, you put in your playlist of your favorite songs. 
that are not kid friendly. Yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah, brings you be. joy. <laughs> whatever, right. Whatever brings you joy. And if it is going grocery shopping by yourself, then tell your husband you're going grocery shopping. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you got the kids. I'm out. Yep. I love you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Jessa, this was so good. And I just know that there are listeners out there that have jotted down some great tips and have just really pulled some, some words of wisdom and uh, are li- feeling a little bit better about, you know, how to deal with those feelings of overwhelm and making sure that self-care is a priority for them in this wonderful, but sometimes stressful phase. So thank you. Thank you for all of those tools. If people would like to find you, I'm going to have all of your contact info in the notes of course, but where is the best way for them to find you? I would say I'm most active on Instagram. So at the Jessa Ray is where I'm most active and you can find me really easily on there. You can send me a DM anytime questions, comments, whatever. Otherwise, I would say listen in on my podcast as well, which is titled Caught Up in Motherhood, where you want to get caught up and not feel like you're caught up in it. (laughs) So double play on the words. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you again for taking the time. And I will have all of that linked in the show notes, you guys. So no need to scramble around and hit rewind. Just check the show notes and you can tune into her podcast and get in touch. Thank you again. Thank you. It was great talking. You too. All right. That is a wrap. Thank you so much for pushing play today and hanging with me. If you enjoy the show, the best way to support it is to subscribe and to leave an awesome rating or review over on Apple Podcasts. Grateful for this message and want more? Head on over to decidedlydry.substack.com. There you will find all of my writing, a library of past episodes, and an option to subscribe. That gives you access to many, many more tools for not only your sober journey, but for all areas of your amazing life. It has sure been a treat spending this time with you. And just remember, if the only thing you did today was stay sober, you are winning. I'll see you next time.